This is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, created by the team of Becker's Healthcare, a multimedia company devoted to the people who power U.S. healthcare. Four new 15-minute episodes are released daily, containing industry news, analysis, and thought leadership from powerful healthcare decision makers. Support our show by leaving it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you use. It's a chance to tell us what you like about the show and act on your feedback. Thanks for listening. Now here's the episode. This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to be joined by a brilliant health system leader, uh, Dr. Jay Robinson. Dr. Robinson is going to talk to us about his current role, what he's most focused on, what he's most excited about, and a lot more. Dr. Robinson, Jay, can you take a moment and introduce yourself and and tell us about your role? Great. Thanks so much, Scott. It's always good to be with you. Uh, I'm the Senior Vice President and Area Manager for Kaiser Permanente, Sacramento, and South Sacramento. So there's two facilities in the Sacramento area. We have about 580,000 members in my catchment area, which makes it one of the largest. So I'm really pleased to lead in this area. It's one of the fastest growing in the Kaiser market, and it's uh, truly my honor to be a part of this team. Thank you. And talk about, as you look at 2024, what are you most focused on and excited about? Great. A couple things. Uh, Like the rest of the healthcare industry, clearly we've been watching uh, margin erosion. If you look at uh, some of the numbers, they say that maybe half of, a, of the systems are have a po- positive margin. So really looking at cost and, and some of the drivers, uh, that's, that's top of mind for, I'm sure, most of my colleagues. But the one thing I'm focused on, and probably no surprise to you, is really our workforce. They've been through so much over the past four years, and really trying to double down and, and focus on uh, engagement and making sure their voices feel heard and respected uh, so that they know that they're in a workplace that uh, hears them well and is focused on building the best place to work. And I, I'll tell you the other area that I'm watching really is an uptick in workplace violence. Uh, and I know you've probably seen some of the uh, reports around the country that uh, we're just seeing spikes in it, whether it's uh, outpatient settings, inpatient settings, just really concerned about how we can better manage that. Uh, Our team is focused on it, uh, making sure we have the right supports, uh, the resources, uh, keeping our employees informed, but more importantly, making sure they feel safe in their environment. Thank you. When you look at your workforce, how daunting is the challenge with workforce from physicians to techs to nurses and so forth? What does that look like today versus a couple years ago or or even 10 years ago when you were running a hospital and health system in the Midwest? What what does it look like today and how daunting are those shortages? Yeah, I, they are real. Um, the, the nursing shortage is a real thing. Uh, I'm lucky to be uh, with an organization that has really seen it uh, coming. And I think we put a lot of uh, things in place to, to mitigate the impact of it, such as pipeline programs and nurse residency programs. And so I, I think while we feel it, uh, it, it could be a lot worse. And I'm, I'm again, really proud that our organization really has leaned in and uh, developed ways to address it. But it's, you know, we're, we're seeing people think about retirement a lot earlier. We're seeing people leave healthcare uh, altogether. Um, you know, burnout is a real thing uh, with nurses, physicians, uh, anyone who works in healthcare. We're, we're really seeing uh, really high numbers of that. Thus, the focus on uh, engagement and making sure that um, our, our, our physicians and our uh, employees feel heard. 
you know, we, we've developed some uh, mental health scholars academies. We're really seeing big shortages in behavioral health, uh, but in Kaiser, we have a, developed a mental health scholars academy and even a nurse scholars academy to help address some of those shortages that exist now and will get worse if we don't have proactive uh, steps to address. Thank you. And, and when you think about, you've been this great leader in healthcare, a fascinating background to move into healthcare leadership from being a, a psychologist and a thinker. What advice do you give to emerging leaders, Dr. Robinson? Yeah, really three things that I, that I would focus on. Uh, the, the first for me is self-care. Uh, you, you have to take care of yourself. It's hard to lead others. Uh, and if you're not focused on you, uh, and so I, I tell people to think about, you know, how many hours are you working? Uh, it's no badge of honor to me to see people, you know, stay 14, 16 hours uh, a, a day. I think taking care of yourself is absolutely number one. If you don't do that, nothing else will, will matter. I think the other thing is to new leaders is getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Um, a lot of us try to and then to use a sports analogy, run around your backhand, if you, you, you got to develop that backhand and you can't just always go to the forehand. Uh, and so I, I try to encourage people to go to places uh, that make you feel a little uncomfortable and learn that skill set so that you become uh, a better leader, um, have a, a, a wider array of tools in your toolbox. And I, I think that's such a big thing. And then the last one is one that I've been really focused on over the last two or three years, and that is the concept of gratitude. Uh, really uh, developing a rigor around accepting, acknowledging what you have, what you're grateful for, expressing gratitude to our teams. Uh, there's, a, there's a whole science behind this that I won't bore you with, but uh, just that feeling of gratitude is uh, being able to uh, embrace it uh, and share it with others is, is really a really powerful tool. Thank you very, very much. When you think about self-care, self-help, because it's so important, you can't perform well as a leader or anything else if you're not taking care of yourself. What are some of your thoughts? What are some things that you do to take care of yourself mentally, physically, Jay? How do you, how do you think about those things? Well, having rigor around exercise, uh, you know, I, for me, I have to exercise early in the morning. So, you know, 4.35 o'clock, you know, I'll be at the gym. And that doesn't work for everyone. You, you have other responsibilities, but I think you have to have some rigor around exercise. I think understanding your uh, your level of stress. A lot of people don't check in with themselves and, and understand where their stress levels are, and and it and it it will present itself if you don't monitor it. It it will present itself in ways you may not like. But keeping your your eye on your level of stress is is clearly important. And the last thing is just understanding developing a whole menu of things that help you manage stress whether that's exercise whether it's reading talking with friends travel whatever that might be having at the ready a list of different things you can do to address uh kind of stress and self-care is is critical thank you and when you look at sort of um great leaders you've worked with any thoughts that you get from watching other great leaders and how you think about approaching some of the margin challenges in healthcare today. I know we're combining a couple of questions there, but, but any great leaders that you worked with that particularly come to mind as you think about leadership and think about the future of healthcare? Oh yeah, I, a, a couple. Um, I, one, I worked with um, 
Mike Ugwiki, who's still at, uh, at Methodist Lebanon Healthcare, he's the CEO there. Uh, his focus always impressed me, no matter what was going on around. Uh, clearly, he could could stay focused and kind of look through the you know disciple, kind of cut through the noise, if probably a better way to say it, uh, of of things that are distracting and stay focused on goals. Uh, that has helped me, and I, I still have lessons that I learned from him that uh, that I take today. And and my current uh, market president, uh, Carrie Owen Pleach, uh, really has a big focus on people. Uh, her focus on both people and uh, gratitude is, is something that I think is is right and needed for the times we're in right now. Uh, I, I think that without a people strategy and, and without that people focus, the expectations you have for financial performance, for quality performance, for uh, patient experience, it doesn't come about. You have to have engaged teams to get those results. Thank you very, very much. And I share your thoughts on Mike Ugwicky, one of the one of the just best people out there. Right. Jay, anything else that's top of mind as you look into the next, next year that, that you're highly thinking about? What what are the trends or what are you what are you thinking about? Yeah, you, one one thing locally that I'm thinking about, and it's probably one of the most exciting things in my career, and that is we're built, building a new hospital here in Sacramento. Uh, we'll be focused on building uh, it's called the rail yards. It'll be one of the, the newest hospitals in Kaiser. You can go your whole career in healthcare without having the opportunity to build a new hospital. So being able to build that new facility with modern thinking, with innovation in mind, to meet the needs of what we know will be about a million uh, Kaiser members in the Sacramento region uh, between uh, now and, and 2029, uh, I'm, I'm thrilled about it. We are you know, focusing on you know, what does the hospital of the future need to look like? How do you build a hospital that is equipped uh, to meet the high acuity needs of the patients that need to be in a hospital? And we're really focused on pushing things away from the facilities that, that need to be done in the ambulatory setting. So that's, that's occupying a lot of my time, making sure that we have, A, the right planning going in place to get the facility right, but also the right culture. So we're, we're doing a lot of pre-work to develop uh, the right culture. We want to bring... Uh, people in there and and create this new vibrant culture will make that will make this the best place to work. Thank you. Isn't that everything? Making a place a great place to work. So you can't take care of people, patients, anyone unless the place itself takes care of its people and is and is a a place where people could thrive and work and enjoy it. Absolutely, absolutely. So that's 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 what's occupying my time. It it is uh, truly a pleasure to be working on this and you know there. Big, big teams working on it at the the local, regional, and national level. But uh, I, that's a it's a it's a labor of passion to be able to work on uh, such a new uh, project. Thank you very, very much, Jay. Always a fantastic pleasure to visit with you. One of the great people in healthcare, Dr. Jay Robinson. I love getting a chance to visit with Dr. Robinson, even though he's a much, much, much better golfer than I am. Thank you, Jay, for joining <laughs> I'm sure us. You're getting better, buddy. Hey, it's always good to hear your voice and to spend time with you. Really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. 
Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Thank you.